Hello friends and folks, and welcome back to Romance of the Two Networks, and this week, Romance of the Three Co-Hosts. Uh, I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Jennifer Uncle from Scanline Media. I am Jackson Tyler from Abnormal Mapping. And we are we are Sans M. Undertale this week. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's one way of saying it, I suppose. Well, I mean, how would you have said it? If you're going to be so critical, what's your idea? <laughs> Smart girl. <laughs> Just like M's out today or something, I don't know. Everybody's so critical of me around here. You know what? I tried to make I tried to make Kingdom News a thing. Y'all would never let me do Kingdom News. It's been 600 years. <laughs> hey, guess what, Jackson? I've got Kingdom News for you this what's week. What's the Kingdom News? Two pieces of Kingdom News. Hit me. Well, okay, so first of all, uh, over in Nui, which is one of the islands of New Zealand, it is free governing, they have a uh, $5 New Zealand dollar coin uh, based on Guan Yu made by the uh, Mint of Poland that they've commissioned. Uh, why? I'm going to send you an image. It's pretty as hell. Uh, because one of the ways that uh, Nui, Nui, one of the uh, countries in the world that is debt-free in 2016 they became debt-free and part of the way they fund themselves is they make a bunch of commemorative coins and sell them to collectors look at that thing it's gorgeous that that is pretty fucking cool uh and they make a whole bunch of those sorts of things um i think they have some based on this is this is like guan yu was the first of their line of of like ancient chinese heroes that they're doing now that's cool well good for them uh-huh good for kingdom news yeah <laughs> Um, and then in less good kingdom news, um, <laughs> says in, uh, on July 30th, uh, Three Kingdoms Beer in Vancouver, British Columbia, released the Ninja Panda West Coast IPA. The, the, uh, so, uh, description here, if you wish to be a ninja, you should suffer to, you should, you should, oof. This is weirdly phrased. If you wish to be a ninja, you should be to suffer the bitterest of the bitter. This West Coast style ninja IPA, ninja panda IPA, is aggressively late hopped with a house blend of hops, giving you the aroma and flavor of citrus, tropical fruits, and pine, which hides its strong 7% uh, ABV. The assertive bitterness is balanced by the sweetness of the Pilsner, Crystal, and Wheat Malt Editions. Now, this is a small brewer, and on their website, they explain that the reason they call themselves Three Kingdoms Beer Company is because they want to be innovative just like the Three Kingdoms, which is a very good thing to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kung Ming, history's greatest disruptor. And uh, you know what? I had to go to several stores, but I am glad to offer you <laughs> this Coke. It's a Coke. I'm kidding. Okay. How's the Coke? <laughs> that was a bait and switch. It's good. I love Coke. That's yeah, fine. Well, that was but that, King that of that news, 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 news. Yeah, that millisecond where you thought I had one of these weird beers was pretty funny for me. You know, I believe it. I, <laughs> you, you've, you've researched two separate Three Kingdoms news items for a bit that we'd already stopped, but yet had in your pocket anyway. So yeah, I, I believe that you, that you had it. <laughs> well, maybe maybe next week. Maybe next week I'll find Don't one of their other beers. Don't buy this beer. <laughs> I, hate, I hate beer. 
I I think I especially hate IPAs, but like it's it's close. Isn't beer sucks? What are the chapters this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, we read chapters ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and ninety-nine of Romance of the Three Kingdoms, starting with chapter ninety-seven. Kong Ming appeals again for an expedition against Wei. Jiang Wei defeats the Cao army by offering a false letter. On the eve of Shu's next attack on Wei, Zhao Zilong passes away from illness. The kingdom mourns the loss of a great hero, but the invasion proceeds. Immediately, the invasion grinds to a standstill at the town of Chen Kang, whose defenses prove insurmountable despite the small number of defenders. Jiang Wei sets a trap for Wei commander uh, Cao Zhen, but catches his subordinate Fei Yao instead. The tide has turned against Wei, but Sima Yi claims he has a plan to force Shu to withdraw. What is the plan? Read on. Uh, his kids coming in and being like, "Fuck, the uh, Zhao Zhilong has died off screen." <laughs> it's so funny. I've been waiting for us to get for this for months. I I knew like I I correctly anticipated that Zhao Zhilong was just gonna pass. He was too cool to die in battle. He had to die because history said he died. <laughs> history just said that he died one day and his kids come in and like, ah, uh, he's gone. He's gone. He's he's fucked off and died. And uh, <laughs> uh, Kong's like, shit! I have no one! <laughs> Stamps his feet and goes, balls! He's got literally no guy. one left. <laughs> And then he writes a letter that is a page and a half of text about, like, there's so much shit about the past few years that I don't fucking understand. <laughs> and the emperor reads all this and goes, oh, fair enough. I, I totally approve whatever you're going to do next. <laughs> yep. Yeah, reading that letter, it's not an argument, really, except for, except for at the very end. It's not really an argument to invade away. It's just sort of... It's just sort of uh, Kong Ming looking, like, gesturing at the state of the world and going, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> how, how come nobody tried to stop the Southlands from just conquering all the Southlands? How come fucking Cao Cao was able to conquer all that stuff? How come we just don't do anything? How come all our generals are dying? I don't understand what's happening. Kung Ming's just confused right now. <laughs> he's he's having a bit of a moment. He's like, I had a plan. I was going to unite all the kingdoms and we're going to make the empire whole again. And it's going to be great. Uh, and now he's like, well, I don't even know who the, what those guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, I don't know if we're going to win this. Like he says, I don't know if we're going to win this fight. What I do know is if we wait, generals are going to keep dying and I'm going to be left with nobody. So I guess we might as well try. <laughs> <laughs> and the Emperor's like, thumbs up, I'm barely a character. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I feel like these chapters... Uh, please die soon, Kong Ming. I guess that's all I have to say. Please die soon. I'm tired of you winning all the time. Well, I mean, yes, but at the same time, I'm glad that we have Simi here to make things, like, actually a match. <laughs> There's like back and but forth. But not really, right? It's it's like Sima Yi is like the thing about the thing about me, like thing about a close O2 is you have to believe me. It was really close. Um, well, no, because like even in the, it, it is really close. I've <laughs> <laughs> I've read these chapters, and we're not in the third chapter. Like Sima Yi spent the entire time being like, okay, what he's doing 
is he's running away so that you follow and then he'll trigger a trap. He does this every time. Can you just not move? And he manages to keep that up for about uh, three months before someone blinks. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he still loses every time. I mean, it still does sort of break the tension i mean i really like it was it was short because you know there's not that much to write about it in the summary but uh chen kang was a fucking breath of fresh air because uh <laughs> kong ming marches on this little city and he's like okay we'll hit this then we'll continue moving north and this tiny city with like five thousand defenders just doesn't go down and kong ming's like what is going on that been so good <laughs> He just becomes really petulant. He's like, just start burning them. Okay, just battering around them. I don't know. I'm pressing all the buttons. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. He's like he's like, okay, launch launch our siege towers. I'm like, okay, and the, the defender's like, okay, set the siege towers on fire. He's like, what? Who who would do that? Okay, send battering rams. All right, just dig a hole so they fall in. What? <laughs> just <laughs> completely baffled by just the most like they aren't trying to. I think the secret is they're not trying to outsmart him. They're just like, okay, just do the obvious answer to this. <laughs> and Kong Ming's like, I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> the voice you're using for Kong Ming and your description of him right now makes me think of Vegeta. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the thing about Sima Yi is that he is right most, if not all the time. But the problem is that no one else respects him. Like, even though he comes back, um, rightfully expecting that uh, Kong Ming is going to start moving forward soon. Everyone just sees him retreating and thinks, oh, what a coward. And They snicker. It says they snicker. Yeah. And Simi has what to be like, look, no, he's, I, I, he's tactics. I'm doing this for tactics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tactics. Uh-huh. Did you miss your wife, Sima? <laughs> That's my that's my minor league <laughs> commander voice. <laughs> do you like it? The CBE is like, no, I really all I've done is just do cool commander shit. For the, like every time I'm in this book, that's all I do, and you never believe me. Uh, well, chapter ninety eight uh, is going to mention a character that I don't bring up because I don't actually think he matters. Uh, Wang Chuang is executed while pursuing the Han army. Kong Ming is victorious after raiding Chen Kang. Simi's strategy is simple. Hold the line, and Shu will run out of supplies. Cao Zhen receives the orders, but decides it is cleverer to lure Shu in with trapped supplies. Kong Ming sees through this, and it backfires, costing Wei greatly. However, Shu still runs out of supplies and is forced to withdraw. In the south, Sun Quan decides it is finally time to declare himself Emperor of Wu. Upon the advice of Kong Ming, Shu sends gifts to Wu instead of condemning his rise to the throne, and accordingly, Wu feels compelled to make good on their promise to help Shu with their invasion of Wei. However, they only send forces for appearances and make no real move. The governor of Chen Kang falls ill, and Shu seizes the city. In light of this news, Cao Zhen gives Sima Yi his seal of office. Now with the authority to command both of Wei's grand armies, Sima Yi marches forth. Will the north prevail or the west? Read on. Yeah, I like the bit where um, Sima Yi's like, okay, we're going to make an alliance, and then it fools no one. It was like, oh, he's doing that again. All right, yeah, whatever. We'll just go through with the motions of this, I guess. Uh-huh, yeah. 
Kong Ming's like, no, it's perfect. Just send them gifts and they'll do whatever we want. And the South's like, he's sending us gifts so he'll do whatever he wants. Just fucking <laughs> send him a thank you note. Who cares? <laughs> it's amazing. The way that they're just like kind of like going through the motions of this. Because no one's betraying anyone. And they're all technically following their alliances. But nobody cares anymore. They've been doing this so mm-hmm. many times. This balance of power has shifted like loads of times already. Uh, we're almost at chapter 100, and Sun Quan's like, shit, better declare myself emperor then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, I guess I guess it's... Hmm, checking my watch. Oh, man, I guess I'm one of the three kingdoms. Shit. I should get on that. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Kong Ming is still jerking his own men around by being like, okay, so I want you to, in three days, head out to the city and... Since this person who's running it is sick right now, you could probably easily take it. But then they get there, and Kogming's already there being like, took you long enough? And is like, oh, I found out he was way sicker than I thought, so I just came here earlier than you did. But I I didn't tell you any of this because you were good insurance. <laughs> and uh, it, it must be really frustrating to just have that sort of thing. It, it seems like Kogming's the kind of person who would put his own troops through that frequently so i can imagine mm. them muttering under their breath god damn it not this again i also really like i mean what clear this is one of those moments of really clear propaganda right because it's like okay buddy you had three hundred thousand men and you sieged a city of five thousand for months and now it's like oh and then the leader fell ill and died and you captured the city and it's this big victory it was fucking inevitable like, you didn't do anything heroic here. You had you had a 60 to 1 advantage for months, <laughs> and eventually numbers won. Yep. But it's a, it's a cool, cool, powerful thing we did. Yep, no, you really, you really outsmarted them there. You really stuck a term on that one. Uh, I also really like uh, Sima Yi getting uh, Sao Zen's uh, seal of office. By going to him and being like, gosh, you know, it's just nobody likes me and I'm just not smart enough for this. And Sazen's like, fine, you're smarter than me. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What'd you say? You're smarter than me. Take this off. Take the seal and go. <laughs> <laughs> just like, see me staring at his nails. Uh, hmm, weird. Okay. Uh, and with with that, it it's, it seems all set up that we're finally going to have some some good fighting. But unfortunately, uh, Simi still has men underneath him who are stupid. So, please follow my orders. And they're always like, you know what would be sick <laughs> if I go out and do something that is like super glorious and cool and exactly what coming wants me to do. And Simi's plan is like really simple, which is where the we're we have more of China and we're already in the places that we need to be. Uh, we just, what if we did nothing? We, he can't, he cannot trap us. If we simply just stay and defend our positions, he literally cannot attack us. And he explained this to everyone multiple times. They always attack. <laughs> they always attack. They always do something. Dumbasses. In one of my first campaigns of Total War Three Kingdoms, I like I took a key city from from Shwanda, and Kong Ming led an army like to the door of the city, and then like ran away. And I was like, "Okay, I've got the city, buddy." And then he ran back, and he ran away again. And I was like, "What are you? What are you I'm just gonna stay here. What are you doing?" 
<laughs> and that's extremely what's happening right now. <laughs> Only Seema's men are like, this is perfect. We can abandon our defensive positions. And Seema's like, God damn it. Uh, meanwhile, chapter 99, uh, Zhuge Liang defeats the Wei army. Sima Yi pillages the riverlands. Sima Yi marches to meet Shu's forces, but Kong Ming sees through his strategies, besting him at several turns. Wei forces fall back and dig in. Emperor Shan sends Kong Ming a letter reappointing him as prime minister, and Kong Ming accepts with frustration for the sake of morale. The next battle sees Kong Ming again outwitting Sima Yi, and Wei is forced to retreat. However, Zhang Bao dies in the fighting. Everybody press Wei F. Attempts... Yeah, yeah. I, I pressed F. Where... Okay, so uh, for the record, up in my summary of chapter 97, it now became small number of defenders. Wei <laughs> <laughs> uh, attempts a counter-invasion of Shu, but the weather rises against them, and after 30 days of rain, they are forced to give up and return home. This makes it very confusing that the chapter title accuses Sima Yi of pillaging the Riverlands since he never reaches the Riverlands. Meanwhile, Kong Ming schemes to destroy the Wei forces as they retreat. How would Kong Ming defeat Wei? Read on. He doesn't reach the Riverlands. He didn't pillage them. He, Shut he didn't, up. He didn't pillage them. The, the reach on that one is incredible. <laughs> what a reach. <laughs> right? Uh, Simi jealous of that reach because he didn't have any. He just sat in one of his own cities as it rained for a month. <laughs> but to uh, be fair, good tactic. His his tactic has been very consistent, which is what if we just stay indoors? <laughs> because apparently the only person other than Cummings book that understands that war is mostly about supply lines. <laughs> Yeah, Kong Ming has a moment where he was like, they're marching defeat, they're marching towards us, but don't worry, it's gonna rain real hard, so they're screwed. And me, cut to Sima Yi going, it's gonna rain real hard, let's sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even when they take, we've, even when they take shelter, like a ton of their horses end up dying, and uh, their food gets ruined, and other disastrous things happen. Mm-hmm. And it, like it's so far, Sima Yi, like it just seems like such a uh, such a practical strategist in a way that you, you we haven't seen much of. Where like, you know, he has had moments where he's had brilliant schemes, but like as Jackson is saying, mostly he's just like, okay, let's preserve our supply lines, let's fight when we can win, and let's try not to like super outsmart Kong Ming because that never works. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been since the stuff uh, at Red Cliffs, right? Uh, that we've actually had a good rival for Kong Ming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like the way seemingly plays out because, like the 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 stuff there was coming like always just like outsmarting schemes to kill him and everything. And this is far more like actual philosophical differences in what it means to be good at war. And Coming's like, okay, I've got these big-brained, galaxy-brained plans, and we're going to do infinite chess moves, and I can outweigh anyone. And Seemingly is just like, no. Uh, I I will not fall for anything. I will not like take any bait. I doesn't even press opportunities that might be there, right? Like just like sticks to the most conservative um, vision of what his uh, method, like what his goals are. But not in like a bad way. Not in, like a, he's like hedging his bets way. But in like a no, we, we just have to defend our territory. <laughs> Don't fucking fall for any bait, you idiots. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just good. a shame that none of that seems to be working for him right now because everyone around him is falling for the bait. Look, you, 
I feel like that is the message of this book, right? Is that you gotta, uh, the officials need to know, do what they're told and have uh, good decision making skills, but uh, that rarely happens, especially with um, uh, especially with uh, with Wei. It's like a theme with their entire, with everything with the sales. Mm-hmm. I think also the um, the strategy of Simi reminds me of, I think it was uh, Lu Xun in the Southlands who was you know faced with the invasion of of shu and was like okay let's stand here and defend the line and like had his own like generals yelling at him for like months and he's like no listen if we stand here they have to come to us and then they're tired and we win they're like that'll never work and it worked (laughs) who could have seen this coming (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they can't outmaneuver you if you're not maneuvering what, Turns out. what if we just hold a really strong position? <laughs> that's that's nonsense. You have to... Okay, I've got a better idea. What if we take these wagons <laughs> and load them up with gasoline and then say that they're food? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Kami goes... Oh, that's a trap. That's, they're, obviously, they're obviously gasoline. That's obviously a trap. All right, we're not doing that. We ain't doing that. <laughs> It's, uh, it's also one of those things where I think one of Kong Ming's secrets is that whenever he tries to do a scheme, he, like, often doesn't tell his men, right? He, like, and, you know, it's kind of annoying, but also it makes it so that his, his you know, he doesn't get, like, caught by spies and stuff. Whereas whenever anyone on the, like, uh, like Wei or, uh, mostly Wei, <laughs> to be honest, but a little bit of Wu, has, like, a, a big, big brain scheme in mind. They're like, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to tell all of you the plan, and then I'm going to have a messenger go out and just sort of, like, walk down random streets going, this is definitely not the plan. It's like, honestly, it doesn't take the biggest brain in the world to see through this one. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I like all this uh, Kongming versus CME stuff. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad. Glad that we got some action going again. Yeah, it's good to be at a place where, I mean, like, I feel like we're still at the, the stalemate of the Three Kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. But at least there's a there's a more interesting dynamic to it than before. Like, remember, like, when we had, like, like uh, Shwanda being like, I'm really pissed at the Southlands <laughs> right. because Guan Yu asked to die, and then he did. And just sending, like, you know, invasions that everyone thought was a bad idea that then failed. They were just kind of pointless. Uh, this is a much more interesting state of affairs. I also really like, this is the most Southlands thing possible, where they're just like, okay, let's not piss anyone off, but like, why do we care about any of this? <laughs> and then Guan Yu's ghost shows up and goes to uh, Rwanda, it's just a prank, bro, and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the bit in this where the... the um. Uh, back in way that they see the Southland invasion, they're like, oh, that's a fake invasion. We just ignore that. Ignore that. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just sending some guys to, like, pretend they're invading. So we'll just send some guys to pretend we're defending, and it doesn't matter. And they'll just, like, hang out. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> it's, it's kind of magical to see, like, in this book and in history... Like, the classic, like, three-player game dynamic of there's always one player who's just sort of chilling and watching the other two get in a fight. I mean, that is that is a lot of just history. 
Sure, sure. It's just I don't know. It's it's I I haven't watched. I haven't. I guess I don't know my history well enough. Where this is, it's it's fun to see that represented. You know. Oh, letting the others fight it out and then like mopping up is like the classic strategy. <laughs> sure, sure. Or even not mopping up, just being like. I get, you know, they'll probably do this again. Let's just keep chilling. <laughs> well, the Three Kingdoms period is unique for how, like, balanced this power structure is. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, two guys just have a big fight, and then someone else shows up and is like, I win. <laughs> yep. It happened in Rome a lot. <laughs> when people were fighting <laughs> to the All right, well, I think that's all we've got here. Uh, hey, folks, this is not the only podcast you're going to get on this feed this week. Isn't that crazy? Uh, in a couple of days, you're also going to get an episode with me and Jen talking to Rowan Kaiser about Total War Three Kingdoms. And we had a really great conversation about, about that game, the state it's in, and a lot of the fun you can have there. If you want to be Kong Ming, uh, that's, a, that's a bad deal, <laughs> but this game's good. Uh, but Jackson, yes, you know what that tone of voice from me means. It's the plug zone. You can find me at headfullsoff on twitter.com. You can find M, who is absent this week, at em underscore being on twitter.com. Follow both of us. We do podcasts at abnormalmapping.com, and you can support them at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping, where for $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project every single week. It's good as hell. We're doing Wing right now, and uh, Gundam Wing amazing incredible show so uh join us indeed uh jen what's up with you you can find me at jbu3 on twitter um most of my stuff is on scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia uh we have podcasts and articles and videos and all that sort of stuff split between the two um also uh, later this week, we're going to be recording our Novel Not new episode on Kindred Spirits on the Roof. Um, it's our visual novel podcast. Some things have happened in the game since I last told y'all about it, and uh, I'm not going to be... I doubt I'm going to be super enthusiastic about the game when we talk about it, but uh, it should still be a fun conversation, and you can get to it by going to readinggames.online fun reminder that you don't need to play the game to listen to the podcast <laughs> yes that, that that's especially true this time uh i am six detmar you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh pin tweet there tells you all the stuff that i do scanlandmedia.com patreon.com so scanlandmedia hey you should also check out m that's e-m underscore being there's no underscore, is there? There is an underscore. Also, I did my okay. job correctly and uh, already, oh, said, you already said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my brain is just dying. <laughs> you should. You should follow him. Yeah, you should follow him. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> Read on, folks. Read on. Read on. Read on.